An old German man is in trouble for owning a World War II tank in his basement. A loose venomous cobra is terrorizing a Texas suburb. And a woman licks items in a grocery store on Instagram and tells everyone, this fortifies my immune system. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted and produced by a comedian. That would be me, Jonesy. And I'm very happy that you've joined me for this episode. I have some weird stories from around the world, like I always do. Some of them you've sent me, and I thank you. Let's do it. An old man is in trouble for possessing a World War II tank in his basement. An 84-year-old man from Germany has been convicted of illegal weapons possessions. I'm not talking about some, some guns or grenades here, guys. Not even a rocket launcher. No, bigger. Go bigger. This guy had a... World War II German tank in his basement. I don't even know where you get one of these. I don't know why you get one of these. I'm looking at a photo of it. It's huge. I don't even know how you fit it in your basement. What kind of basement did this guy have? The 84-year-old man from Germany was convicted of illegal weapons possession, and he was fined a lot of money. Wow, this is a lot of money. Almost 300000 USD for possession of a tank. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's probably what it costs for the tank. That's a, a huge fine. I'm glad that they fine you this much for having a tank. What do you get fined for having a nuclear missile warhead in your basement, I wonder? At least a mill. So this was an investigation into this man's home in a place called Heikendorf. It's in northern Germany. He has a World War II-era Panther tank as well as a plethora of ammunition. Love that word, plethora of ammunition. This is a World War II Panther tank. I don't know anything about World War II tanks. But this one looks pretty damn deadly. Uh, and it looks like it's in a good shape, like it could still go down the road and blast things, I'd imagine. Although with the high price of gasoline right now, you probably don't want to take your tank for a spin around the neighborhood. This thing probably gets like one mile a gallon, is what I'm saying. So this court ruling stated that this man must must sell or donate the tank. <laughs> Along with his anti-aircraft cannon, he's got an anti-aircraft cannon. I believe that's what they call the attachment to the tank. Like on top is, an, is a cannon. So I guess, uh, well, he's, he's ordered to donate or sell this. First of all, how do you sell this thing? How do you, I mean, you can't exactly put this on Facebook market. <laughs> you can't. I mean, you're not even supposed to have it. How do you sell it? So you must uh, sell your tank illegally, sir, or donate the tank to a museum or a collector. They gave him two years to do so, which isn't a long time to, to, get, to get rid of your tank. I mean, you should probably give him two months to get rid of your tank. Not to say that it's easy to get rid of a tank. It's going to take some time. But he's 84 years old. He's got nothing else going on. Yeah. But to have him uh, you know, be allowed to sell within two years. That's just too long of a time. It's like enough time for him to finish gathering his army. Like, let's say he had this tank with, with evil intentions and you, you're going to give him two years to get rid of it. It's like, <laughs> Oh, two years. Ah, oh, so strict. Mm, yes. <laughs> Little do they know that all it's going to take is 11 months for me to coordinate my army of zombies. <laughs> like, like, Really? So strict. Uh, it says they originally discovered these things in his basement after local authorities were informed 
after the property was searched for Nazi-era art. So they went to his house to look for Nazi-era art for some reason. There was a rumor that this guy had. This guy's probably a big fan of Nazi Germany. I'd imagine you'd have to be to have a World War II tank in your basement. So they thought he had some artwork. They're like, no, he's, we need to search for paintings. Oh, my goodness, what is this, a panther tank? Oh, didn't expect this in the basement. <laughs> Helmet files the paperwork. <laughs> Helmet, <laughs> you have the greatest German name of all time. Hans, would you help Helmet? <laughs> Hans, help Helmet. Files the paperwork over this tank. Uh, it took 20 soldiers nine hours to remove all the military hardware from this guy's home. <laughs> How much stuff did he have? I mean, he, in addition to the tank, there was also a horde of Nazi memorabilia, including a bust of Hitler, mannequins wearing Nazi uniforms, swastika pendants. <laughs> A statue of a naked warrior holding a sword in his, in his hand that once stood outside Hitler's chancellery in Berlin by the dictator's favorite sculptor, Arno Brecker. Well, this guy has more than a tank, and I think you need to do more than just fine him. He needs to go to prison or something. He needs to really – you got to have an eye on this guy is what I'm saying. Really keep an eye on him. <laughs> you have two years to get rid of your equipment, guys. <laughs> like, what is this all about? Oh, you're so strict. People like this? That's all you're going to do? Um, all right. Now, they uh, they spoke to the mayor of Heikendorf about this tank. This guy's name is Alexander. He said that he saw the man once drive the tank as a snowplow <laughs> long ago. Oh, you didn't, you didn't tell anybody he's got a tank? You guys were just okay with him driving down the street with a snowplow? <laughs> hey, remember when he drove... Remember when... Hans drove to, everyone in Germany's name Hans in this story. <laughs> drove down, <laughs> down, drove the tank down the square of the city. It was a snowplow. <laughs> uh, when asked his thoughts about the ownership of the tank, the mayor replied, "One loves steam trains; the other, well, old tanks." Now that's all you had to say about it. <laughs> no, what about all the Nazi memorabilia? He has a a mannequin holding a sword. <laughs> in his basement. <laughs> what about the bust of Hitler and all of the armaments that they're not really mentioning, but you can imagine what's in there. Uh, very, very alarming. Well, hey, you know, they say that when you when you retire, you should get a hobby, right? So that's, what, that's all that's going on here, guys. Just a hobby. Nothing to see here. <laughs> a venomous cobra is terrorizing a Texas neighborhood. Uh, the cobra's owner called the animal services this week and reported that unfortunately his pet cobra had escaped while he was building an in-home closure for the snake. The cobra has been missing for days. Here's a quote from the owner of the cobra that they're not naming. You should name the owner of the cobra. This person should be shamed on some level for owning a venomous cobra. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe you should just be able to own as many venomous cobras as you want. I find I find it to be very concerning and if my neighbor owned venomous cobras I would want my neighbor's name. I would want I would want to know that my neighbor has a cobra next door. It's kind of like if your neighbor, you know, took out his dingaling near a school at some point in time. You want to know that your neighbor did that. You want to know who in your hood has been taking out their dingaling and waving it at children. Uh I also want to know if there's venomous cobras or maybe someone with a snow leopard. I'd like to know if my 
my neighbors have snow leopards. Do you have to register such things? Like you have to with a sex offender? You should have to register dangerous animals. And tanks, too. You should have to register your tank. I want to know if there's a World War II tank in the basement of one of my neighbors. Guys, we got to go beyond just the, the ding-a-lings in the neighborhood. We need to know what else is going on. <laughs> I, want, I want a list. We need, <laughs> I want to know everything dangerous that my neighbors possess, whether it's their ding-a-ling, a venomous cobra, a rocket launcher. I want to know. Here's a quote from somebody. Uh, oh, it's the unnamed owner. If uh, we would have just had a lock on the cage, you know, there wasn't a lock on the cage. It it could have simply been handled if we had a lock on the cage. Really? You had a cobra without a lock on the cage? <laughs> Great. I don't know anything about owning venomous cobras, but I think like owning venomous cobra 101 is to have a lock on the cage, I would say. <laughs> I don't know. We probably should have had We probably shouldn't have just left it on the futon. <laughs> That's probably what we should have done with our venomous. See, the problem was we just... We put it in the kitchen sink, and we just left it there during dinner. That's probably where we went wrong. I got to tell you, there's real no, there's no handbook out there on what to do with a venomous cobra. I got it. I ordered one. I had it. I didn't know you're supposed to lock it up. I had no clue. Where is it now? Oh, I don't know. I guess it's roaming around the neighborhood. Watch out, kids, on your big wheels. Do kids even ride big wheels anymore? I don't know. We got some animal services getting involved, and it says here the Grand Prairie Animal Services, nor the owner. We're able to locate the snake the night after it went missing when they were searching in and around the house. That's because it's, it's gone beyond the house now. It's, um, it's at a playground. It's in a sandbox somewhere. It's hiding beneath a, a slide, just waiting to nab a small child. The Grand Prairie police are asking residents to report any snakes they say that they think might be the cobra. And don't approach it or attempt to capture the cobra. Uh, luckily, the snake, it says here, is unlikely to bother anyone that doesn't bother it. <laughs> well, you're in Texas, man. People are people are all about uh, having some crazy wildlife. So I'd imagine someone sees a, an awesome cobra wandering around in Texas. They're going to try and catch it in Texas, I'd imagine. People in Texas are crazy. They're like Australians. They just... They'll just go out and grab a snake. Look at this one. Oh, yeah, right. I got this one. I found it in my, in my backyard, eh? All right. Look at the size of this bugger. Yeah, people in Texas do the same shit. It says here, though, that um, the cobra is probably, quote, just out chilling in the shade somewhere. <laughs> I guess that's what cobras do. Um, here's a quote from the media. Don't get overhyped, everyone. It's not going to chase you down or anything like that, this cobra. If you step on it, it's definitely going to bite you. If you grab it, the cobra will bite you. Other than that, you're pretty safe. Okay. Well, I don't you know. Grabbing it, that's nice to know. But what about stepping on it? That could be done accidentally. You could easily not see a venomous cobra, I'd imagine, especially if you can't see very well. But if it does get you guys, the bite is possibly fatal, depending on your body type. Yeah, depending on your body type. Yeah, I'm going to say it's fatal. It's a, it's a damn venomous cobra. It also says here, you'll be happy to know, there is no anti-venom available for this cobra's poison in the area. <laughs> Good. Oh, it's comforting. You have to cut off. So if you're bitten in the foot, right, you have to immediately cut off your limb. I'm just saying. I saw it on a, in a movie once. I think that's what you do. Um, you're welcome, guys. 
It says here, this isn't the first time a cobra has gotten loose in Texas. Oh, boy. Back in 2015, a cobra bit and killed its owner before getting loose in a Lowe's parking lot <laughs> in Austin. Oh, man, imagine a cobra in a Lowe's parking lot. First of all, what is a cobra doing in the Lowe's parking lot? The owner just takes it to the store. Hey, buddy, want to go for a little ride? Daddy's going to go get some TP. You want to just go for a ride? Ah, Whoa, well, hey, come on now. I was going to get you a toy. <laughs> a woman on social media has been licking items in grocery stores, believing that it will help fortify your immune system. Yes, your immune system, yours and mine. What is this maniac's name? Jody, Jody Mishuk, a blogger who also believes vaccines cause autism. She filmed herself licking various items in the grocery store, and she posted it on social media for her like-minded followers. Uh, the video shows her going into an unnamed store with her son, which is unfortunate because I'm sure her, her son is going to pick up on some of this behavior. I mean, we can hope that the son doesn't download her software and then run that software on his own hard drive uh, what software is that, Jonesy? Oh, the, the paranoia, conspiracy theory, uh, who knows what else software that his mother's running. But, you know, this is the problem when, when anybody can make babies. I mean, you just... <laughs> when children are making children. I have a policy about making children. If, I, if, I'm, like, if you're struggling to be a person, don't make a person. And I think we should all abide by that. And, and that should be on T-shirts that we should all wear. Guys. If you're, if you're having a hard time being a person, don't make a person. Can we all agree on that? Okay, anyways, I'm, I'm off my soapbox now. I apologize. Once in a while, I'll, t I'll put my toe on a soapbox. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just trying to give you lessons for life, bro. Trying to make the world a better place. Uh, people like this uh, shouldn't be making babies, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Did you just say she shouldn't be allowed to procreate? Yeah, yeah, I said a lady that licks avocados in Trader Joe's shouldn't be allowed to have children. That's exactly what I'm saying. Go ahead, cancel me. I don't give a shit. Uh, okay, so it says here, she wrote on the video, this, she, she wrote, germs fortify your immune system, everyone. Exposure to germs builds defenses against allergies and asthma. Apparently, she wants all the germs that she can possibly find in the midst of a pandemic. She licks bags in the store. She licks things uh, that have seen far more touching from random peeper, people. Namely... She has licked, among other things, the freezer door and the handle of a cart in the store as well. She's licking door handles. She's licking white claws, cart handles. She's licking the floor. She writes, be free, love over fear. Uh, the comments on her Instagram are supportive of her antics because other people are stupid too, unfortunately. Viewers weren't nearly as kind once the video reached the subreddits, of course. Yeah, once it reached the general population, that's when you get some blowback um, to just silly antics like this. What about the child, man? We got to save this kid. I don't know how. Can we get a GoFundMe for the kid to go to a private school far away from his mother? <laughs> uh, okay, here's, some, here's what someone wrote. You know what a really sane and not crazy person would do in a supermarket? Lick the entire store. Hey. Here's another quote from someone. There are literally people out there like this that film this shit thinking they're doing the Lord's work, and it's hilarious. Karma be a bitch. Grocery stores uh, have not been looking kindly on people that are 
pulling these sorts of stunts while the threat of COVID-19 still looms. Last year, a California woman, as you know, was actually arrested for licking jewelry at a store. <laughs> she licked jewelry. I don't remember that story. Remember the lady that was licking potatoes and the woman who um, licked ice cream, put it back? There's been a lot of this stuff, man, going on in the past year. It's crazy. Uh, uh, similarly, a man in Missouri was charged with making terroristic threats after licking deodorant at a Walmart. <laughs> a New Jersey man uh, was charged after coughing on a supermarket employee, a woman who coughed all over $35,000 worth of food at a Pennsylvania store, was also arrested. I think I covered that story. Do you remember the woman who coughed in the baby's face in the store? That's crazy. Where did, where did this woman end up? She's one of your neighbors, <laughs> and you don't know about it. <laughs> she's, she's living in a Texas neighborhood, along with a venomous cobra that's on the loose. Oh, good luck, guys. <laughs> oh, man, this world's getting nuts. <laughs> nuts. I'm riding in the tank with my cobra by my side. Going to Six Flags, going to lick all the rides. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you guys like my little rhyme there? I've, I've been known to produce high-level poetry. <laughs> yes. Just call me a William Butler Yates of weird news. Uh, Jonesy, how do you know William Butler Yates? Guys, guys, I took a literature class once. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I can pronounce big words, guys, if you don't know. Like fortify? Wow. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm being silly. Let's get down to brass tacks. As my uncle used to say, just get down to the brass tacks. The brass tacks is, this is the end of the episode. <laughs> and I want to thank you for being here. Thanks for sending me articles. You can send me stuff to funnyjones at gmail.com. You can call the show if you feel like expressing yourself. 646-450-2012. Please check out my Patreon. That's a way you can support the show. Keep me sane, guys. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And uh, when you join the Patreon, you also get bonus episodes and whatnot. Uh, You get extra Weird AF content, in other words. It's not just throwing money into a void. For nothing. Uh, so, yes, yeah, think about supporting the show that way. Uh, if you'd like to support the show without throwing a couple bucks at Jonesy, it's very easy. Just uh, give me a rating and review the podcast. That's super cool, super helpful. And it doesn't cost a damn thing, but a little bit of your time. So, go to Amazon or Apple Podcasts and you can uh, leave a review. And, um, yeah, I'd appreciate that. Or do nothing, just listen to the show and, uh, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy it for what it is. Anyways, thanks for being here. I love you all, and I'll see you tomorrow.